I'm your host, Belinda Marshall, and this is my podcast, Perspective. I welcome you on a journey to discover yourself, your true potential, and your inner peace through sharing insight and reflective practices. All right, welcome back. Let's get started. Uh, Last episode, we talked about the importance of sticking to a daily routine uh, during this time that we're based from, from home. In Australia, we're now heading into phase three isolation, and that's looking um, like even less face-to-face group socialising and being more housebound. Uh, in my eyes, it's even more important now to see this time as something that's within our control still. Um, it's a time to move towards ownership over our own actions and making sure that, I guess, we're coming from a place of self-motivation this episode we'll dive right into taking control of our days from home uh, with a simple routine uh, and outline to support you in doing so. So going uh, from last episode looking at getting that structure and how important that structure is today I just I really want to pull apart um, how we do that and first thing I'd advise you to do is to split your working day into the same parts as you typically would uh, when you're within your own work setting. If you're out of work or on holidays, you might like to adopt my personal daily routine and and that is that I split it into three sections, the morning work time, the midday work time and the afternoon work time. Uh, They usually run from 1.5 to 2 hours each and it's got those two important breaks uh, in there for that morning break and the lunchtime break, um, as we'd mentioned in the last podcast. During the work time, it's a huge focus on that intellectual stimulation and personal growth. Uh, If you're working from home, I understand that you will have online meetings, you'll have paperwork, planning and emails to address throughout the day. Um, But if this is you, I would aim to start with adding one of the three self-development sections that I'm about to guide you through. Probably to be more specific, I would probably add the afternoon part of the self-reflection. All right, so here we go with an example of um, how this morning section might look in real life context. Um, usually for me I do this within the isolation stage from 8am to 10am but just adapt it to your personal personal needs remembering to keep it from the 1.5 to 2 hour duration if you can so we've had breakfast, we're up ready to go uh, for the first 2 hour section I'd focus on a routine that really is setting the tone for your day uh, I 100% adapt in a mix of self-awareness and regulation. I start with a journal-based entry on my feelings. It can be short, it can be as long as, as you would like, but it's it's just a way to release um, your feelings and be aware, be really aware of yourself and how you're feeling going into the day. I follow that by a short guided meditation. I'm, I'm, I surprise people here, I'm not huge on meditation. I sit with myself so much and I self-reflect. Um, but I actually do and started work on um, when I was doing self-development early stages on guided meditation and I find that fantastic. So just put on a five to ten minute to start. I look it up on YouTube and you can even stick with the same one every day if that suits you um, or you might like to mix them up. It just slows down your thinking uh, if you're used to going at a fast pace and really aligns you with um, present moment. It's a great way to start your day. Then go into some reading. So grab a book, please, please stay away from the newspaper and magazines. Uh, grab a book. It does. It can be fiction. I love nonfiction. Um, it doesn't have to be something that's working necessarily on self-development. It just can be something that you're reading. Reading is such a beautiful process um, that we can do, and especially in the morning or before bed. All right, um, that's the, the morning two-hour block. Uh, before we go into our morning break, just know that this, though, is a hugely beneficial practice to keep running with when you enter your nine-to-five working day or within your job sites when our world um, re-enters. 
you could even just decrease the duration of time down to like a 30 minute but I know so many people including myself that um, start off their working day with a morning routine and I 100% would keep that flowing right through your life start practicing it now through isolation all right after a one hour morning break we move into the midday working section another 1.5 to 2 hour working space this part of left quite open depending on your living arrangement for example if you have kids um, you might use this time to facilitate some play or you can support them with their own learning if you're like me and you live alone um, i highly recommend exploring one documentary per day on netflix stand or online um, i've been doing this the last week and absolutely loving it. Uh, docos carry a heck of a lot of deeply researched perspectives on our word and I find them highly, highly useful to get me thinking outside of the box. It's also filling um, your mind with a wealth of new knowledge um, and yeah, keeping keeping in flow with a, with a doco during this time is a great practice. All right, so we've had our one hour lunch break. Um, I want to dig into the last 1.5 to two hour block for your working day. And this, as I said earlier, is the one that if you are working from home and have a heap of work to do career-based, I'd still try and adapt this into your day just to create a bit of balance and to be developing you as a person, connecting you to self. All right, of all three parts of the day, I think this is the one that um, should intentionally push you outside of your comfort zones, challenge your growth, uh, challenge your thinking. That being said, it requires, I believe, some supportive material and a lending hand from me. So I've provided a link in this uh, episode that's attached and has workbooks that I think there's six in this link that go through many activities per workbook. Uh, Just start with one workbook, one activity per day and just work through that. Um, Go with what you're feeling, but do start keep this workbook sequence so whichever workbook you decide to start on do one activity per day but start at the start obviously and work your way through some workbooks have 15 activities which will take you through you know your two weeks of doing this in the afternoon Uh, keep this in your journal that you're using in the morning Uh, just probably not on loose leaf paper keep it uh, together I say this because it's vital later points to reflect back on your self-development work acknowledging your growth but also to be aware of past thinking patterns I'm often reflecting back from years ago um, to regular when I find myself maybe going into an old pattern that didn't serve me uh, or that will block me reaching full potential so it's really I think important to go back because once we're aware of this we often don't repeat I'm not going to limit this time for you. Uh, as I said, I'd keep it to 1.5 to 2-hour working, but your activity you find that day might go for one hour. You might go so deep that it's three hours. Just try and aim um, for that 1.5 yeah, to 2-hour mark to keep it consistent. That being said, yeah, usually finish up at 4 o'clock for this, all right? Great time. After lunch, dig in, dig into self, but use the workbooks to support you with that instead of just going, I've got a blank piece of paper here, what do I write? Where do I start? Um, Use this to dig into self, but activities to support. Really structure it again. All right, you're done, hey? (laughs) Jump into your after work time now. Um, You've had three working I suppose blocks for the day Um, however you want this stage to look after work is depending on you you may incorporate your exercise your cooking gardening family time connecting with your friends chill on the couch with Netflix dance around the living room with your PJs it does not matter you're in lockdown who cares (laughs) this is uh, the last episode uh, to do with I guess routine and structure 
Uh, so that was just the first two that were aimed at that. To end it, I just want to remind you of the importance that routine and structure plays um, during this unfamiliar time that we're in. As previously mentioned, it creates consistency, security, motivation, and a sense of control. Uh, over our lives that we're really needing to feel right now and, and create. I wanted to share these last two episodes with you because they support the start of an inward journey, but they are also continuing the typical working structures that we're conditioned to uh, in our mainstream nine to five working week. As I said, you can adapt that morning routine back when you're going to work. It's a beautiful way to set your day. Uh, and we're also keeping in the structure so that when we do transition, and I will talk often in the podcast about this transition stage, when we transition back into our working week, we're not going to have this freak out where, oh, we've just chilled on the couch for weeks or um, our mental health's declined because we're feeling all this anxiety and you know what do we do now we go back into work we want to make sure that we're structured but not overworking we're allowing that slow down that reset uh, and then when, when we enter our, our new working world that we're able to adapt into that next episode we're going to dig into how to protect ourselves uh, physically so f- look at physical health during isolation but also the importance of not living in fear um, because that negative fear that anxiety is going to it's going to deplete our um, mental state and yeah, it's, it's going to have um, a decrease on our overall well-being. Thank you for listening. Keep tight with your daily and weekly structures. Keep this flowing. Um, I'm going to catch you later. See ya.